The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. As you know, this is Craig Gray, and you're on the Peace Walker Podcast. We're heading into episode number 25, and today we're going to be talking about whether or not we are really on our own. So how self-sufficient do we need to be? How much support can we expect from law enforcement, of our communities, from you know our, our city, state, and national government? So you know, how do we move forward um, being independent citizens and so forth? So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Um, right now, this is coming to you from my mobile studio, also known as my car. <laughs> I'm sitting outside my dentist's office waiting to get some uh, work done. I had uh, I have quite a few crowns in my mouth, and I was eating some hot tamales the other day because I like hot tamales and the candy, not the Mexican food. And I, it's at night, right? And I'm waiting to go into my, my gal's house. And, uh, so I take a big handful of hot tamales, put them in my mouth, start chomping on them. And I hit like a hard spot in them. And, you know, before I was even thinking, I pulled, I pulled it out of my mouth. It's dark, right? And I chucked it out my window. And then I I realized like, uh oh, (laughs) and I felt with my tongue where my tooth used to be. And there's a little stubby nubby there. And I'm like, ah, shit. So I had to get out my phone and put the light on and go find my uh, my gold crown. Luckily, I didn't chuck it too far. And uh, I had realized what I did pretty immediately after I did it. So <laughs> I was able to get it from the leaf pile next to my car and uh, wash it off and put it back in my choppers. Uh, but now I'm, I need to get it like legitimately fixed. So I'm at my dentist's office and I had a few extra minutes. So I thought I would do a quick, uh, podcast and talk to you. So when I was on my way here, I was just thinking about, you know, how much are we really on our own? You know, I'm at the dentist's office. I can't do dentist's work in my mouth. Um, you know, we rely upon a lot of people living in a modern society and uh, we give a lot of authority and and freedoms to organizations and to um, our government and and all that. And we put a lot of trust into the life of a modern citizen. And obviously, the coronavirus is still raging, and we, you know, coming off from social unrest with Black Lives Matter and social movements that caused riots and, um, you know, there's still a lot of uncertainty. I think we've, uh, chilled out a bit probably because we're still in shock from this last election, meaning, um, we're still kind of working through it. Trump's still taking Biden to court over a lot of things. And, you know, we're, we're still very unsettled politically We're we seem to be very polarized as a nation. 
um, from the political standpoint, but also just from a citizen and a, and a life philosophy standpoint. Um, obviously, we're still working through this coronavirus thing. There will be, I think, after some of this settles and the new administration comes in. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry for those of you Trump supporters out there. Most likely, my guess is, um, you know, all the lawsuits and so forth of um, voter fraud and that, whether it's true or not, whether you believe it or not, um, I don't, it probably won't be enough. Um, it probably doesn't have enough traction to overturn the ruling of the uh, election. Um, I could be wrong. Matter of fact, when you're listening to this, I don't know when this episode is going to come out. I'm a few weeks ahead. But um, when you're listening to this episode, that decision may have already been made. So I'm not talking political, uh, you know, whether it's Biden or Trump or whatever. So I'm just saying that there's been with this last election last few elections, I guess, but uh, definitely this past one, there has been a lot of stress and anxiety and unrest that has gone along with it because um, a lot of things are tied to it, which brings us full kind of full circle to, you know, how much are we on our own? And, you know, some of my more prepper friends out there um, think, man, you better like move out to the sticks, dude. And, uh, you know, start, what do they call that? Homesteading where you are very self-sufficient. And it's funny too. Some of you will laugh at me because I, I recently bought a homesteading book and, uh, I'm sure some of my prepper friends out there are like, yes, finally, dude, you need to go do that. And, uh, and I would like to start working towards building a, a, a bit more independent lifestyle, um, as far as not totally off the grid, I'm not, I'm, I'm not willing to be a, a mountain man hillbilly quite yet, but you know, currently I live in the city. I live right near the hood. I'm on the Mason Dixon line, so to speak. There's, um, I don't live in a huge city. Grand Rapids, Michigan is, is, uh, Michigan's second largest city, but, um, it's still kind of like a little big town, I guess. But, um, I've been thinking the past number of years, even before all the coronavirus and stuff, to to move out a little bit further, um, not totally in the sticks, but move out a little bit further and do some homesteading type actions. I, I always wanted to have a garden, um, and uh, maybe now is the good time to do it, to have a garden and to, you know, kind of explore some of these more self-sufficient type um, practices as far as not being so reliant upon, um, the infrastructure that we, that we live in. Now, this is not a podcast that's going to be about, you know, being a prepper and going, living off the grid and all that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, my lifestyle, unless there's total social collapse, which I don't foresee that happening, but, uh, but you never know. Um, I would rather be a hybrid a little bit. I'd like to get a little bit further away from the the um, city, not just for reasons of riots and all that, but that definitely plays into definitely plays into it. But um, I've lived in the city my whole life. My my folks lived in a little suburb um, next to a lot of woods. So I always had a lot of woods. We always had a place up north where we escaped to. Um, a lot of my time was spent out on the Lake Michigan um, in the summertime and up in the a cabin up in Irons that my grandfolks had and, you know, doing outdoorsy type stuff. And we 
grew up around a, a woods, a really good sized woods where we used to get lost and make camps and, you know, do commando missions and go run around being ninjas and all that. But, um, but that was been very cool. That was inside of the city, you know, very close to the city. And, uh, and I've been living in the downtown area now for geez, 20 plus years, uh, like directly in the downtown. We had a one point in time, I had a little small development company and we had a building where I, back in the early days of downtown living, we had myself, my business partner had a, had a couple buildings and, uh, one of them had six condos that we made that we constructed. We, he, <laughs> I helped, but, uh, he did all the, the hard work. I just listened to what I was told, but anyways, um, been an urban urbanite for a long time. And I don't know the past, maybe five years easy, maybe even longer. I've been really thinking it's time to move out of the city and be a little bit more, um, get a little bit of space and get a little bit more, um, independence from the grid, so to speak, but, but not totally, uh, you know, not total homesteading it. Um, cause a big thing comes into this idea of being on your own is trust. And there's a lot of distrust right now with the, with the government and with the communities that we live in and the polarization um, of things, but also big tech, co- big tech companies and um, a lot of the, I think because of what's been going on in the past almost year with the coronavirus and that, we, we've seen a lot of fractures in the system as far as how reliant we are. And if you haven't seen that, you need to wake up. And I don't mean that in a in a conspiracy theory prepper type of a way, but um, regardless of somebody's pulling the switch on you, or they're you know, or you just have things that kind of um, you know are screwing up, like your credit cards or whatever it might be. Um, regardless, we are very reliant upon technology. We're very reliant upon the social structure. We're very reliant upon the government for a lot of things, much to our chagrin. Hey, guess what? You know, this, this idea of American freedom and independence and all that is very much an illusion. Um, and we do a lot to try to maintain it in our he- in our heads. But in reality, you know, they say we wear masks. Oh, guess what? Most people are wearing masks. They say you're shutting down your business. Oh, look, Imagine that a lot of people are shutting down their businesses. I know a lot of, I'm a, I, as you know, I'm an entrepreneur as well um, with what I do. And it's this situation has dramatically affected my income um, and my business. And I know, and I'm one of the lucky ones, you know, I've been able to sustain and because of your help out there. So thank you very much for all your support as a community. But um, many of my friends and colleagues and people that I know haven't been so lucky. I know a lot of people, a lot of businesses that have had to shut down because of the um, situation. And uh, you start to realize how vulnerable you could be. Same thing with law enforcement, you know, riots are happening downtown. Where the fuck are the cops, right? They're doing their thing. And it's not, not, it's not always their fault. I'm not saying that, but you know, the government too. Well, you got to be able to look out for yourself. There's not always going to be the cavalry coming up over the mountain. Um, how are you going to protect yourself? Obviously, that goes into the physical capacity too, you know. 
regardless if gun laws are going to be supporting what um, what you do as far as if you if you agree with and are able to conceal carry and so forth as far as personal defense goes um, well, what are you going to do if that's not a case are you going to you know in your area maybe maybe you're in a state that it is that way or a city that it is that way um, to where you can't carry um, well how are you going to protect yourself it's not about the weapon right it's not about learning to punch and kick and all that it's a perspective it's a way you live it's the way you think it's it's bigger than just learning how to kick and punch and shoot and and uh you know harvest your own food and <laughs> pay your bills without the internet and you know all this kind of crap so this idea of being a protector this idea of being a peace walker is incredibly important in today's day day and age as much as it ever has been um because are we really on our own? No, I don't think we are. We we have a lot of support. We have a lot of structure there that most likely isn't going to be going away. It's going to change. But hey, you might get caught in the gap. Like, hey, when there's riots going down, I was, like I said, I live on the Mason-Dixon line of the hood. And back when, when the Black Lives Matter movement was going through hard and heavy, I mean, they were picketers and they weren't rioters, but they were protesters by the dozens, if not hundreds, walking up and down my street. You know, there are no cops around. Cops were afraid to engage. And the cops that were around and ready to engage were downtown trying to stop Grand Rapids from burning, which it did downtown. It was a wreck. It was totally disastrous and uh, very sad, all the damage that happened downtown from the looters and the rioters. Um, but you get caught in the lurch, what the hell are you going to do, right? 911 might not be there. Same thing if I'm walking down a dark alley, you know, calling 911 is an after, after fact. I am all for pe- police. Maybe many of you who are listening are police. I work with a lot of police officers. Um, I have for decades, sharing with them the knowledge uh, that I can and learning for a lot from them. So, man, they're my brothers and sisters in arms. I love you guys. But I also know that you can't always be there. And depending on who your leadership is too, you may, your hands may be tied. You might be, you might, nowadays you might be supporting laws you don't even agree with. You don't even see eye to eye on. You know, who knows what's going to happen with all of these regulations with the uh, uh, lockdowns and so forth. I know Michigan is a little bit locked tighter than many um, states out there. But um, who knows what's going to happen and how it's going to go. Um, not saying I disagree with all of them. I'm just saying you have to be somewhat self-sufficient, meaning obviously in my realm, what I can offer you and offer this community is, you know, your ability to protect yourself and your family, um, with this ethic of being a protector, with this, with this lifestyle of being a peace walker and learning how to verbally defend yourself, physically defend yourself, emotionally defend yourself, um, developing a lifestyle and a perspective that is going to make you more resilient in times like this. I mean, this, this is what it's really about what's happening right now. It's not always so much about, you know, learning to punch and kick and, you know, shoot your way out of disastrous situations or even talk your way out of them. It's, um, really the resiliency and the perspective that you gain, in how you develop your life and how you see conflict inside of you and around you, that's developing into this whole way that you live 
of resilience, of perseverance, of compassion, right? Living a good life, living a powerful life, being a powerful person, but also being a, a humble, compassionate person that fills their life with love. And I know that kind of sounds counter, um, kind of counterintuitive to some of you. And others are like, well, quit being fucking pussy, Gray. You know, um, probably shouldn't say that on the podcast, but it is what it is. But, you know, it, some of the most dangerous people that I know are some of the greatest people I know, some of the humblest people I know, some of the, some of the gentlest people that I know, but they're, they're, they have the capacity for protecting what is needed to be protected at what cost, you know, whatever cost that it needs to, to be. And they're tough, tough people, but, uh, they're also ethical people and they're often fun loving people and they're gentle people and, uh, just people that you want to hang around. They're just good people. So that's what I strive to become as well, to be a good person and to learn and continue to develop in this protector lifestyle. So all right, I'm rambling. I got to get into my dentist here so they can fix my crown. <laughs> so I'm going to let you go, but just keep in mind the tip, trick, and tactic to take away from today is you're not on your own totally, but learn to be more independent, learn to be self sustaining as much as you can within your life. And always remember that this community and myself, if I can have your back in some way, just reach out and let me know. Um, and if you're not totally fucking crazy, I will uh, <laughs> I'll help you out. <laughs> Most of us are a little bit crazy, and that's all right. I dig that. But uh, just know that you're not out there alone and know that this community um, has been very supportive to me and uh, can to you as well. But you got to reach out. So, all right, gang. Take care. Talk to you soon. One last thing before I go. If you're interested in learning how to protect yourself more effectively and finding out more about what this protector lifestyle is all about, what it is to become a peace walker and how that can change your entire life, well, then I've got something for you. I recently developed a new program called Six Day Defense. And if you go to sixdaydefense.com, you're going to get free access to the short little mini course that is going to set you on your way to living a more confident, safer, more fulfilled life. It's going to teach you the fundamentals of how to protect yourself more effectively. Sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out. And if you have just 10 minutes a day for the next six days, I can share with you some incredible ways that are going to change your life and maybe even save it. Sixdaydefense.com. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. <laughs>